This week, outrage on Photoshop, condoms at a religious festival, and nipples in court. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me is the svelte Phil Causey. Phil. Phil, <laughs> what the fuck does that word even mean? Uh, I think it means, uh, you know, in good shape. Okay, all right, well, we'll go with that. I'm svelte. Yeah, svelte. <laughs> it's, it's a very, uh, uh, it's a very Scandinavian way of saying it. It sounds like something that would come out of Scandinavia. It sounds I have fishy. A, <laughs> I have a third ball. Nipple. Oh, wait. That's not the word I meant to say. Uh, we've been drinking a little bit. Uh, day drinking, as a matter of fact. I have a question, Sandy of Sen, yeah. for you. What is an oral irrigator? Oh, okay. Uh, Phil has obviously been in my bathroom. Uh, uh, yeah, we record this at Sandy's apartment, generally speaking. And there's this thing on his toilet called an oral irrigator. And it, 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 I, it looks like an, like an enema for your mouth slash electric toothbrush device all rolled into one. And I'm curious as to what it is. I, it's, it, that's an interesting way of putting it. It's a water pick. It just shoots, uh, you know, a jet of water, very tiny, like, so you can put it between your teeth. It's like a water floss. But you just kind of, so you just aim it and you don't have to floss as much. Wouldn't that normally be used in like a dentist's office or something? Yeah, I bought it for like 30 bucks off Amazon. It's uh, it's wonderful. Uh, oral hygiene is, is even better now. So you have dental tools in your uh, in your bathroom. That's right. Okay. So uh, no bad breath when I make out the ladies. Yes. Uh, well, I just don't have any bad breath. I'm not really making out any ladies. All right. But when I do, one day. One day when that happens. One day. One day when... Uh, they'll be like, ladies, oh, Sandeep's uh, a doctor. You should give him a shot. Uh, forget doctor. I have good breath, bitches. <laughs> Yeah, a doctor with good breath. Check that out. Uh, let's let's welcome our guest now. Oh, Somebody... I'm here legally too. I should just say that you know, <laughs> make sure DACA is not affecting me, ladies. Yeah, uh, let's meet our guest. Somebody who uh, I'm not sure if he's good with ladies or not. We're gonna find out in just a second. Ryan, Arl, oh my god, the show. this guy. <laughs> oh, okay. So Ryan is a very good friend of mine. Is he good with ladies? We he was a strip club DJ for oh, 12 boy. years. So here it goes. And okay. I go to Seattle with him <laughs> to record a podcast about his strip club days. Yeah. And all the strippers who were like, Ryan was the fucking shit back in the day. <laughs> we like just loved Ryan. Everyone wanted all to fuck him. Now. Oh, man. Yeah, well. I'm like, why did you leave, my friend? Um, I Wait, so you're a former strip club DJ? Yeah, you didn't know? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I want to hear about this. Actually, uh, I got into it when I was 19. Like, uh, I was a teenager when I started working there. My sister was a waitress at Sugars. So this cl these clubs are owned by this Italian family. Uh, they own Honey's, Sugars, Rick's, which was the main moneymaker club, and uh, what did I say? Sugars, Honey's, Rick's, Fox's. This so is in Seattle? These are all Seattle? Yeah, Washington State. Not really in downtown Seattle, but in okay. you know, close proximity, I guess. And well, strip clubs are never like in like the nice downtown part. They're no, always no, off to the side somewhere yeah, yeah, in like some seedy. Well, there are there are strip clubs down there, but these are just kind of off to the side. But they okay. were the biggest money makers, and it was run by the Kula Curcios, this Italian family. And are we allowed to talk about this on air? Is this a mafia thing? No, or? no, okay. it's fine. It's fine. They're not. Gonna, right. I already did a podcast about it, which uh, is no longer, but they haven't killed me yet, so um, <laughs> I think we'll be okay. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did that when I was uh, 19. My sister was a waitress and I was uh, living with my friends and, you know, I had no money. And I remember I called my sister one day. I'm like, I need a job. You got to hook me up. She called me like a week later and she's like, call this guy, Bobby at Talents West. And that's the place to hire all the strippers, whatever. And I called him and he got me a job as a doorman. 
And I was like 19 years old. I've never been in a strip club in my life. I've never <laughs> been in one. And my first night, I went to meet the manager. She hired me. I was the inside doorman. And I remember the first thing I saw was this BBW, like this hot blonde girl. She's thick with her tits out in this guy's face. And I was just like, oh, my God. How come I've never come to a strip club before? It was so dirty. And, um, Isn't it because like they're bars, so they're 21 plus? No, they're not, so they can get uh, fully naked on stage. Usually when it's a bar, they can only take off their top. They can't take no, off. No, I'm talking about age for entry. Oh, it's 18. In Seattle, it's 18. But there's no drinking, so you can... Oh, you know okay. Saying? So I did that, and um, I quickly like became a day DJ and... Uh, Daytime like, strip club daytime, DJ. Yeah, and it was funny because the first, like the I think first like three or four days I was there... This girl was missing when I was a doorman, and they actually found her body on the side of a freeway. So, like my third or fourth day as a day DJ, did you FBI kill a woman in your first day? Of yeah, well, I, I waited. No, the FBI stormed the place, and they're like asking questions. Did they notice that the, coincidence? Like she went missing as soon as Ryan started working there. Yeah, how come he's not the doorman? I'm like, well, I hit her body, and then I decided to change jobs, and you know, <laughs> but it was it was just a whirlwind, like ten years of my life. You know, did you guys dedicate a certain song and like a lap dance to this lady? <laughs> <laughs> no, because she wasn't the only one. <laughs> it happened. It was pretty. You know, was a lot every of week that some died. stripper wound up missing. Yeah. Okay. Really. It was. It was. It wasn't like the strip club stuff you see on TV, where you see like you know the girls getting up and it's like here's Brandy and she comes out with a you know like a putting on a huge show with a cape. Themed it's just like, girls yeah. going one stage, second stage. The guys see them naked. They you know get off stage and they give them a dance and they make their money. It's just pretty straightforward. Just here's my vagina. Would you like this in your face? Sure. And then they just you know and I just made a lot of money and I did it for ten years. So. Can you imagine working at a strip club when you're like twenty years old? I mean, is there a better no. place to work? It's, I it's, don't know. it's that is a yeah. teenage boy's fantasy. If you're 19, you're a teenager still. That's a teenage boy's fantasy. Well, everybody coming like, there like you have the best job ever. I'm like, yeah, but after a while, it does become a job. I mean, you say see the same girls every day. It's like, oh, hey, it's cinnamon, like, wait a minute, I get to choose anything. the music, and there's naked girls everywhere. Yeah. What well, did I do to deserve this? It's <laughs> a heavenly fucking. Uh, yeah, it is amazing. I mean, I think I, I, you know, I did see a lot of stuff, and I saw it quick. And but it was a very stressful job, as Ryan told me. Like sometimes, <laughs> like multiple girls would want you to play a certain song. Yeah. And then they would fight, and that's uh, you know, I mean, Ryan a lot of drama, was a, really a whole lot of drama, drama every day. And that's. A, Every day is You drama. mean to tell me that there's insecurity sometimes at a strip club? Yeah. You mean to tell me at a, at a, at a workplace <laughs> where there's a lot of women that there's some drama? There, the insecurity is them walking to me like, am I fat? Look at my tits. These look too small. I'm like, I don't know. You're like, well, I can't, I can't see them. Can you come closer, please? Can yeah. you? Can you? Yeah. But that gets old. I mean, after a while, it's just a job like anything else. I mean, you're, you know, if you're. Do you ever miss it? No, I don't. Actually, you I know, like how you hesitated for one second. Like, well, no. my girlfriend will probably see this or listen to this. So, uh, no, I don't miss it at all. Actually, I actually have nightmares. I have this reoccurring nightmare I've had for over 10 years. I I stopped doing that in 2004. So it's been a while. But I have this reoccurring nightmare that this song I'm playing for the dancers is ending. And I'm struggling to find another CD to put in before I take them off stage. Like, I know this sounds stupid, but I have it. All the time, like I always have. Sometimes I have nightmares about like not music. studying for a test in high school, <laughs> but I think that's a whole other level of stress. This is how no, no. fucking crazy this is. I mean, my life is just I can't. It's <laughs> hard to explain this to people. You know, it's like it's hard to explain my. Past. Yeah, because from the outside, like Sandeep and I were making like the the cheap bro jokes about it, like oh, it sounds awesome, man, naked yeah. chicks, whatever. But yeah, I understand that, like you know, that there is definitely an element of stress to it. There has to be at some point. Well, there's a lot. You're making a lot of money, and you know, it's it, it, there's it's just tons of stress and. You know, I had a lot of problems, and you know, I just went through a lot of shit there. And it's right. you know, that's this is like it's this is like so. A, so let's let's flash forward to the present. Okay. Uh, any any projects you're working on other than the now defunct stripper podcast? Anything going on that you uh, well, want to tell the world about? What I'm doing right now is just doing comedy. You know, I just got back from Vancouver and uh, did some shows there, and 
You know, I've just been uh, doing commercials, which is great. I mean, as a comedian, you want to do more than comedy. So, well, which commercials are we going to be seeing you in soon? Oh, well, I just did. Um, I did a spec for Street Easy. I uh, did a charter school commercial. I did a voiceover. Um, and actually, on <laughs> this is funny. On uh, Tuesday, I'm going in for an audition for a um, shit. What's that stuff called? Uh, edible uh, Edible arrangements. Oh, nice. And this is the funny yeah. thing. I'm getting this through a guy I know who's a producer. He called me. He's like, hey, you want to come in for an audition on Tuesday? And he sends me what they're looking for. It says Caucasian male. Thir- I always get 32-year-old roles, which is great because I, I guess I don't look my age. But um, they're looking for a Caucasian male. I'm like, you know I'm not Caucasian. Like, my mom's white, but I look Puerto Rican. He's like, yeah, but they don't know what they want. Just get in here and just, like, own it. They want somebody who has, like, a background in comedy. And that's why I get a lot of my commercials. <laughs> just, you know, they want people who do comedy, you know, so you can, like, improvise and stuff. So, But, yeah, just been trying to do more acting and, you know, and just uh, doing the comedy, just, you know, getting up as much as possible and just, you know. So speaking of uh, not looking quite Caucasian, that actually segues <laughs> very well into our first topic. I was trying, oh, to, yeah, feed you. I was trying Ryan... to feed you and, like, you know, get off his stripper club, strip club stuff. So Yes, it is. Well, Ryan is half white and half black. And, uh, well, n- <laughs> I'm not what? exactly half white, half black. I would look like oh. Drake more, I think, if I was like that. But you do look a little My Drake-ish. father is mixed as well, so I'm just... Different variations of black and white, I guess. There's that one drop. Like, you would have been a slave totally back in the day, right? I would have been an abomination. Nah, fine. I don't know. They would have just been like, what are he you? Would, he would have at least been in the house. I, I would have been Mexican. They would have just sent been me to house, Mexico. But... Like, one of the Mexicans came up. They would have sent me back. Yeah, actually, yeah. You would have gotten assigned to a kitchen somewhere. Exactly. That's, they would have sent me to the kitchen. That's how that would have worked. So, With Rosita. So, let's hop into some outrage today here. Uh, everyone knows Rihanna and Beyonce, right? Yes. <laughs> very, very famous pop stars. I'm sure you used to play a lot of Beyonce and Rihanna songs at the uh, strip club. actually didn't come out till, uh when I was uh, done, so I actually really never played any Rihanna. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's just a missed opportunity for you and the strippers. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell my Rihanna story? Uh, sure. This is, like, this is like eight years ago, and she was like becoming popular, and I was at this club. Uh, but I was there like early, and it was like one of my friends, one of my doctor friends, they were having like some residency graduation party at the, at the club, so they rented out the VIP space. Um, for like the even early evening, like from seven to like ten, and then I I was I, I would join them and I left my laptop computer in the VIP space, and then Rihanna came to the club, and so we had to leave the VIP space, uh, and we left. But then I re- realized I left my laptop computer up, so I went back to the VIP and I just like was reaching over to Rihanna to like get my computer, and then her like <laughs> bouncer like, dude, you can't go back there. I'm like, I'm just getting my computer, and then I got my reach over Rihanna and I got my computer. Rihanna handed you your computer. No, I reached over her and I got my computer. Oh, yeah, I can see how that would be a bodyguard situation. Yeah, yeah well, he's Indian. He's, he's Indian. It's fine. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they they look totally different. <laughs> so Rihanna and Beyonce, uh, they well they they didn't do anything wrong, but I guess somebody else did something wrong, and they're involved indirectly in some very strange outrage uh, a couple weeks ago. So there was some outrage on Twitter, on, on the the internets, on the interwebs where somebody photoshopped Rihanna and Beyonce to make them look super Caucasian, really, really light-skinned. And they whitewashed them. Yes, they, <laughs> they did. They, they whitewashed them. And I, I just, I don't know, Sandeep, I think that this is bullshit. I can't, like, I, you're I know ruling we, already? I know we don't usually do rulings up front. You're supposed there, to be a, you're there, a Supreme Court justice. You have to be fair and impartial. There's so you're many things wrong. Wait, wait a minute. Did did somebody just do this? They just did it at home, and then they just posted yeah. it on their Twitter, or yeah. where did they post it? Just up on I Twitter. See, oh, it's on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Beyonce looks Filipino. They're whitewashed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, oh, she does. 
Yeah. And so here's the thing is this, this usually Sandy, but when we do all these uh, articles and we, we research this, usually I, I take multiple sources and I get the full story. There are no other articles about this outrage on the entire internet. This is just one random person trying to like, I guess, drum up some outrage over this. Well, I just like the headline of this article. Okay. Which is the pictures have caused outrage online. Maybe they were just masturbating yeah, to them, oh. and she was like, maybe I can make them whiter. I'd like to make her whiter. That would really make me come. Yeah. It goes through my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's only one person doing this in their apartment, so they were just bored. They had, like, a whitewashing, you know, tool, and they're just whiting their faces up. And then I guess you're going to get to that, like, the problem with this is the, uh, the uh, comments. Yeah. But one of the people on Twitter well, said Well, they called it a growing trend of whitewashing celebrities online. Apparently, who gives a shit? Cool. It's bored people Photoshop. They're like they're two not hurting anybody, or at least like yeah. three people. Maybe. Well, I just love that one of the fucking people on here said that quote. I'm quoting here. This is the most racist thing I've seen today. Oh, unquote. God. Just stop really? it with this fucking. This is so racist. It was one. Per- this is the. Pe- these are the people I can't fucking stand. They sit there at their desk and their computer. They have no life. They have nobody. They're sitting there like this is so racist, and then they just start just fucking bitching about it on Twitter. I'm like, this isn't racist. This is just one person who lightened their faces and they put it up. I mean, I don't consider somebody doing this racist. It's just the comments that come after it can get a little racist. I mean, I don't consider this like yeah, racism. I feel like if that's the most racist thing you saw on the internet that day, that's the first thing you saw on the internet that yeah, day. Yeah, you live in a bubble, okay? <laughs> it's like, you think that's racist? Scroll down to the comment section. Yeah. <laughs> look, okay. But just like, look at any YouTube video, you know? Just look at the comments on anything on YouTube. Yeah. And it could just get racist. Or It'll eventually become a conspiracy theory or about like how something is Obama's fault or something. Of course, of course. That's the whole internet. And I think that this this outrage here uh, is kind of one of the things, because you mentioned you hate bad journalism on this show and lazy journalism on the show, Sandeep. There's only 16 people on the whole internet who shared this story. It's the stats. It's one of those like sites that has like the... Uh, like this has been shared this many times. But yeah, 16 you're, people you, shared this. You do this. like standard searches for outrage on the internet and this came up, right? Well, outrage sometimes comes to us. Sometimes I have to seek it out. This is one that I had to seek out. This was this was like several layers deep. I had to kind of filter it to find a story this ridiculous. But yeah, this is one of those ones where it, it, there's just nothing. There's nothing to it. There's no substance to it. Right. So this is. I think we've done whitewashing images before where you take someone and you see what they would look like as a different race. We did one about a month ago with the app thing. Well, the app, and the app got taken down. Like, yeah. this is a multi-million dollar company that had to take yeah. their app down. So, like, this this concept is, like, definitely popular as far as outrage. This isn't, like, a Maybe it wasn't whitewash. It was just Lionel Richie, and they're like, he's whitewashed. Like, <laughs> that's just Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here, this is the problem I have. Is like, it's this is a tricky situation, because you look at the comments, and I, I read this prior to the show, and you look at the comments, and I think it was somebody in French or somebody said something like, oh my God, so beautiful. Oh, God, it looks so nice. Like, they're complimenting the photo on how they look better because they're white. It's like, are you racist or he's complimenting the photo that you adjusted? I mean, I don't... I don't can, well, we, can we not find... Can we not have preferences and sexual attraction? I mean, a lot of people like like white people as sexual attraction, but like well, a lot of people like dark skin as sexual attraction. It, is it? Uh, do we? Are, do we have to? Do we have to uh, pigeonhole a, a, a sexual preference in racism? Like, if you're not sexually yeah. attracted to someone black, does that mean you're racist? To you, like now the political in 2017, correct, it like kind of does. Political correctness <laughs> it has to extend to your penis. Like, what makes your penis hard? And if you're like, 
let's say like a Hispanic doesn't make your penis hard, then you're fucking racist. I don't I don't understand the logic here. That's like, what makes it hard to be should, mixed. You should want the governments <laughs> and institutions to treat everyone the same, but no one has the right to be like be sexually attractive to everyone. Believe me, I know. As an Indian person, many people don't find me sexually attractive. <laughs> I'm not blaming racism. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> I feel like you're projecting a little bit here, Sandy. If you're a little no, I'm anti-projecting. There's a little I'm bit saying of it's uh, not racism. A little bit of anger Everything here. Everything is racism nowadays. Everything is fucking racism. You know, I mean, people hmm. just don't know when to address racism and when they, to address like white entitlement because that's another thing. You know, I mean, in, in these pictures, people are like, "Oh, they're so beautiful." Everybody wants to be white. Until they go to the beach in their bathing suit, then nobody wants to be fucking white That's not white true. Anymore. I'm sure if they made Emma Stone, no, like they true. made her up with olive skin, someone's going to be like, oh, that's fucking hot, you know? And so, what the hell? But if oh, you, you know what? That's a good question. I can call something hot if, dark if I like people, it. they're called blackface. Oh, that's blackface. That's racism. Well, no, no wait, 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 wait. fucking wait, racism. Wait, but can we just it, Can we use the internet and computers to change colors of people's skin without just, fucking everyone it, flipping their shit? Just make your dick bigger when you send, you know, just do that. No, that actually brings up an interesting observation, Ryan. If you tan someone slightly and makes them sexier and more whatever but if you either go too dark or too light you're somehow a member of the clan <laughs> like that, that's the standards for racism nowadays apparently when it comes to this weird photoshopping trend that we see on the internet yes you should like can we just if you feel like using computer software to change the color of people's skin it's fine if someone's more attracted to that person or less attracted who gives a fuck it's not racism I think the thing is the problem nowadays, everybody wants to yell racism, but they've never mm -hmm. had anybody be racist towards them. It's like, you know, people are like, that's racist. That's racist. You know what? When I was six years old, I realized that I didn't look like my parents. Like, I realized I, was, I grew up, you know, I'm mixed. My dad looks black. He's mixed, but he looks black. My mom looks white. So growing up, I never thought about it. I never thought, I never realized that I didn't look like them until one day I went to our public pool and I walk in the pool with my brother and sister and my mom and my dad. And this guy goes, Oreo, oh, you're an Oreo. And I was just like, and I started laughing with him. Everybody's laughing and I'm laughing with them, but I didn't understand. I was like, oh yeah, I like Oreos or I don't know what you're talking about. And I looked at my sister. She goes, he's calling you an Oreo because dad's black and mom's white. And I got it. And like, that's racism. And that right. hurts. And you're going around saying, this is racism. Like, you don't know shit, okay? Just because you see shit on the internet, you're like, that's racist. You don't know racism, okay? And right. so you've had it like, you know, somebody yells something at you. That sucks. Yeah. You know, so I guess you're... So Photoshopping is, uh, yeah, it's not that extreme compared to dealing with real life fucking racism. And you, you, you're allowed to racist. be sexually attracted to who you, whoever the fuck you're sexually attracted to. We have, yeah. to, we have to address... I think this is the larger concept. Is if you don't find any race sexually attractive that's not like you fucking your dick doesn't have to follow political correctness your what makes you wet doesn't have to follow political correctness my, my dick does though but the right. point is <laughs> or not the point but here, here here's a weird question i thought of a second ago is this person that commented in french is there a chance that this guy just doesn't know who these people are like is rihanna big in france too because maybe she's not and he just saw this picture and it's like oh that girl's beautiful Maybe he saw it like he looks at fashion. People in fashion weird like that, too. Yeah. Oh, her skin's so white. It matches the outfit. It looks so good making her white. Like, yeah. there's so many variables. It doesn't, it's not, I'm just not quick to call these people racist. They're just stupid. People are fucking stupid in this fucking world, you know? And these are just idiots. That's all it is, just dumb people. I wouldn't call yeah. them racist. You know, they're not going, oh, look, black people. They're just like, oh, she looks good with light skin. Okay, well, you're dumb, and that's <laughs> stupid because she looks way better with dark skin. But. As far as the, plus, the these chicks are like, they're beautiful because they have amazing facial features that like are universally considered attractive. So no matter what skin color you put on them, they're going to be hot. Rihanna could be looking green, okay? She's fucking gorgeous. Look at her. I mean, Which come one? On. Rihanna. 
Uh, Beyonce's hot, what, but what you, Rihanna's what more. Is Beyonce chop liver now? Uh, I don't know. Well, no, I, it's because Ryan is racist. Yeah, because he, he doesn't find you. Attractive. I like my black girls with uh, fake green eyes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing with the outrage, though, is that in the article they actually mentioned this. This is not the first time these pictures have circulated the internet. Right. So this is not even a real story. This is just this person who wrote the article finding out about this just this week. <laughs> this is not even a thing. This, like, you want to talk about fake news. This is actually something somebody made up just to post a fucking thing about. This is bullshit Everybody fake outrage. That's my, uh, thing. that's my vote. That's my verdict. All right, fake outrage. I think that's pretty that's, universal. Yeah, total fake. Bullshit. Okay. Uh, our next story... Comes to us from India. Speaking of brown people, it is funny how Indian stories seem to find their way onto the fake outrage reports. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. How does it happen? It helps that you're Indian too. So oh what uh, oh oh shit the gig is the the jig is up. Oh sorry. Oh no. Are you Indian? Uh, Well, let's uh, we'll answer that. The little cliffhanger is Sandeep Indian. (laughs) Yeah, is Sandeep (laughs) on the next fake outrage report? Um, this story long, comes long to episode. us from India, from the state of Gujarat. Hey, Phil, guess which state I'm from in India? Oh, are you really? Yes. State? There's states in India? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, are you really from there? Yes. So this is your home yes. state? Gujarat. You were, you, were born, you, were born, you were born in this place. I was born in this place. I no, but you grew up in Chicago. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chicago. So you were born. What state are you from? Chicago. <laughs> Uh, so you were born in the state. Okay. Okay. So the outrage. What was, coincidence that this is on the show? I know. I, it's unbelievable. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, sometimes Ganesh, uh, you know, they, he was good. We had multiple Ganesh and Ganesha stories on the show. This isn't Ganesh though. This outrage okay. was a billboard featuring a popular Bollywood actress named okay. Sunny Leone in what the article calls a sultry position. By the way, I looked at the ad. It's a billboard ad. It's just her standing up and showing some cleavage. It was. It wasn't like a sultry position. But anyway. The, the ad is for a condom, and the tagline line is, at Navratri, play, but with love. And Navratri is a festival that happens at this time of year. It's a religious-themed festival where people go out and do traditional dances and celebrations. So people are mad that there's a, a semi-sexual billboard up at the same time in the same town as, like, a religious festival? Well, the, the, condom, the, the condom commercial is using this religious festival to advertise its product and then showing a scantily clad chick. Mm, uh, I see how people can be mad about that. Right. It's a, it's a, you know, I, the reason why we picked a lot of these articles in India is I just want to show people that this stupid fucking outrage, it's, it's not just like a Democrat or liberal thing or an American thing. It's, we did China happen. It happens all over. Like, there's oh, yeah. Fake outrage we, are, we are the global outrage review. Right. India has a population problem, okay? And they don't want to promote condoms. They're like, there's not enough <laughs> water to go around there, okay? Right. People need to start wearing some condoms in India. Indeed. Festivals when you're fucking, okay? <laughs> so ignorant. I right, can't so, take this. So protesters <laughs> said it demeaned the festival, and a fringe group called the Hindi Yuva Vahini spoke out about all the ways that Hindus were offended. And I love how now every now they know what every Hindu feels. But uh, Narendra Choudhury, the leader of the group, said the insinuation on the hoardings from a condom wait a second. brand. Wait, 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 wait! If you're gonna do a quote, you have to do it in the accent. All right. That's the rule. All right, all right. Here, he probably on. has this accent. Please do your not accent racist. for me. Um, I love when he does. He goes Indian. Wait, so what, what's this person's name? This is Narendra Chaudhary. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. okay. The leader of the group look, said, look, the look good. insinuation on the hoardings from a condom brand <laughs> insults the religious sentiments of Hindus. Uh, and uh, another tweet said, I guarantee you at Sunny Leone, you will be punished soon for the condom advertisement, which insulted the feeling of Hindu religion. There's like apparently there's one feeling of the Hindu religion, and this has insulted that one feeling. It should so, be raw. It should be raw. That's what they think. It should yeah. be raw. You should. You should raw dog 
on if you're going to fuck on Navratri, you should raw dog it. God damn it. So how but, long did this, this festival okay, go on for? The, the, the tweet didn't say that. Can, I, long, can I point out one thing really quick? The name of these condoms are Man Force Condom. What kind of rapey name is Man Force? Wait, what? From the makers of Against Her Will Lubricant, <laughs> we now present Man Force Condoms. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> they should be outraged at the name. Man Force, Man Force. <laughs> Endorsed by Bill Cosby. <laughs> Wait, how long does this festival go on for, Sandeep? How, um... Oh, God. It's like it's nine days or nine weeks. It's like nine days. Is what, the what was first, the billboard or the festival? Oh, the festival. Oh, so this billboard was this put up the, during the festival. Yeah, nine days. And you have to fast those nine days of this festival or fasting. First of all, who's having sex when you're fasting? Like, after yeah, the, I have sex, I want a sandwich, okay? Yeah, Wait, I don't just, think most people fast. I think most people are That's just a lot of calories. I did research before the show. They fast for nine days. Yeah. It says nine days of fasting, which I don't even know. Well, I do want to mention, Ryan is our most prepared guest we've ever right. had on this show. In 80-whatever episodes we're, we're doing this on, he showed up with fucking notes, which is the only oh, person. God. Well, I'll tell you why I did this. I won't say name names, but I did a podcast in Los Angeles. Angels like four years ago or something like that and it was about uh it was like political stuff and i he didn't give me any he was like i'll do a pre-show didn't give me a remit like any like you know he didn't message me anything and i get there and he just was like okay we're gonna talk about this this and this and it was shit i had knew nothing about and we're doing the podcast i'm like i i, I felt so fucking stupid because i didn't know anything so now i just like go over whatever your, the subject is and i just try to take some notes and did you, you know. not tell him when you booked him for the show that our show d- does dumb stories it's, it doesn't matter. Can't I just like bad. be prepared. It's better. Yeah, this, I'm, are, I'm, I'm applauding this. These are D-level behavior. news stories. <laughs> anyway, back to the outrage. Well, so, in okay, the government got involved, and I think they pulled the ad, and a government official said, called The it, government got involved in a fucking condom ad, really? Because of the outrage, and it called it the government official. Because it's like when religious people get fucking pissed off, everyone has to listen to them for some reason. This, this is the international nature of this. This happens everywhere. Well, apparently, they're going to get punished if they don't listen to the religious people, right? That's what you said a minute ago. They're what? threatening like fire and brimstone or something on these fucking people. Well, you it know, it's like. like the it's a bad it's bad politics. So during my during <laughs> my research of this, I actually uh, saw the commercial for the Man Force condoms. There's a commercial on the link there. You can watch the Man yeah. Force commercial. And I got to tell you, the girl first of all, they must have whitened her face because she was super white Indian and she looked <laughs> great. So, but like the guy comes in the room, it's like a softcore porn. The commercial. I was watching it. I'm like, oh my god, and she's like undoing her little. Durka or whatever they were, and sorry, <laughs> and she's undoing. The research it. said that that's called a Durka. <laughs> I, I just said, I, uh, you know, he was doing so racially good. ignorant. Uh, <laughs> hurt Durka or whatever. He just threw in that word. Yeah, out of I didn't think of something. It seemed like it would work. Durka, nice Durka. <laughs> but I was watching the commercial. It's so erotic, and you know what? The last thing I was thinking about was wearing a condom. I'm like, if I was in this situation, I would not wear a condom. You know, that's like, it. it nice. That might just be a cultural thing because, like. Here in America, if there's a condom commercial, it's never sexual. It's like two people like riding a bike near a river and like they high five. They're like, the right commercials. That's the you problem. Know? No, those Durex commercials are get a little racy. Like, oh, Durex condoms. And the radio ones are, are, but like the TV ones are just, it's always like people hiking or something. It's always some weird outdoor activity that has nothing to do with fucking. Those are Viagra commercials. Shouldn't it be a guy okay, in the morning two. in the mirror looking at his dick going, shit, <laughs> fuck, what is that? <laughs> like, condoms, please wear them because you're going to get wart, okay? Like, it's just, ugh. Marketing, man. That would be a good commercial, actually. They should yeah. do more of that. <laughs> Has sex with some disgusting fat chick, and then like three months they later, just... she's like, they're twins. And he's like, what? Wear condoms. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they should show the fucking two in less pretty places, because it's always like on like a Hawaiian vacation. They should show it in like an East Village dive bar bathroom, and then like people walking out after like, oh, shit. Like you just said. Yeah, you just fucked it... in the bathroom? Don't worry. I wore a condom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Uh, okay, so the government official called it a clear, irresponsible, and immature attempt to boost sales by pulling all our cultural value system at stake. Oh, he accused, fucking idiot. This is my favorite part. He accused Sonny Leone, the actress, of being irresponsible and using the pious festival of Navratri to promote herself. In the letter, he has accused that Sonny used this advertisement to earn money. Gee, you think? Are you saying... You mean they paid her for this? What? What? He had covered the the real thing. Wait, <laughs> I think I don't think Sonny is just doing it for the love of condoms. I think yeah. <laughs> there may have been a cash money <laughs> agreement involved. She's making a living. I'm going to get to the bottom of this, damn it. And, and look how tight her Durka was in that picture. <laughs> yeah, that Durka was. Her Durka was unusually tight. What's a Durka? I just that just seemed like yeah. that's what it was, a Durka. Yeah, yeah we're going to go with that. There was a listener at home going, "This guy's a fucking idiot." <laughs> <laughs> it's a Durka now. I don't know. Now it's a Durka. Uh, so, Sandy, wh- wh- where do you stand on this overall? Uh, oh, oh, is there more to this before we... Uh... <laughs> yeah, they, they, so the article itself... So the article is from an Indian newspaper. And they were don't also say. very against this thing. And they were saying how it's a fake outrage, which was pretty cool. The article had a point of view. Oh, really? And they pointed out that the sale of sex products, including condoms, go up during Navratri. Uh, products like adult games, edible lingeries. Edible body paints and Personal pleasure massagers rings do well during Navratri, and they're so they're try- they're they're called French ticklers. Okay, Brian. Yeah. So they're trying to say that people like the religious types are trying to say that this this festival isn't about sex, and you know, but people are doing way more sexual shit during this festival because everyone's like all partying and shit. Well, and, and that, and also too, religious cultures like I've noticed that people who are oppressed like outwardly, like publicly behind closed doors, are the ones doing the fucking. Yeah, like I don't know if you've ever been like on a date with like a very like very conservative repressed person. A couple drinks in, and if they go home or to a place where there's not people around, they're a different person. Like I had a friend who uh, he, I swear this is true, he got tons of ass this one year, and I asked him, I'm like, dude, how come you keep getting all these girls? And he's like, oh, dude, Christian Mingle. <laughs> really, Christian? N- Mingle, no huh? joke, because like they're. When you're repressed like that, yeah. you you get freaky, and so it sounds like that's a case of the Indian version of this: is people who are well, Catholic school religious are notoriously are freaky. No shit. So these Indian people, when when they're at this vessel where they're supposed to be behaving well, like you said, they're drinking and they're getting it on. Did you have you gone on? Did you go on Christian mingle after that? Uh, I thought about it, but you got to pay for like that, or is that? <laughs> Ryan's no, on. no, I no, no, no. <laughs> I'm oh, done. Right. I'm done. I got a girl. I don't. I don't do any of that. Stuff got a lady. Anymore. Yeah. No more. Uh, no more swiping for me, man. Okay. Well, it'll be your backup plan now. Uh, well, the thing you're swiping is your, uh, what's the other word for taint? Taint? Uh, oh, gooch. Your gooch. gooch. Yeah. Don't, that, what's that thing called, that toothbrush thing that sprays? What's that called again? A water pick? The water the pick. The oral yeah. You've never irrigator. put that on your dick at all? You've never been drunk and like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this. Never, that probably would never, tickle I think the, the ass. Don't get curious. The oral irrigator. Okay. <laughs> you came home and you, you orally, anally irrigated yourself. Uh, no, but you but could you know, put that on your a... outer asshole lips. And I mean, I just had it for a week, but you're giving me interesting ideas yeah. for new uses of, uh, yeah. <laughs> you ever got <laughs> hammered and just like beat your dick on the side of the bar just or something? Just like, okay. That might no, be. That maybe that's Well, just, you're I never strip cup DJ. That's what I do. I get bored because I just saw everything. I'm like, I should just beat my dick on this or do something. Or... You mean you saw a guy do that once, right? That's, uh, <laughs> you, you heard of that well, happening? Well, no, I, saw, uh, I don't want to talk about it here. I, I feel like the HR would get involved. In, uh, did HR, <laughs> HR get involved when you bu- put your the very, the, 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 the funny thing was the people stripped. I worked for in the strip clubs, they would be fucking the girls. Like one of the Italians one day, this girl walked in and he was fucking her in the office behind me. My booth was here and she was behind me in the office. He's just bending her over, like screwing her. I'm sitting there like, this is my job. I can hear this girl getting fucking railed. What song was did, did HR have anything to say? Ragdoll from Aerosmith, I think. Oh, yeah. 
They ever did a movie? Yeah, wrong. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. That is a little cutie. <laughs> so Th- fun. That's very fitting. So back to India. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to stray off there. Uh, sorry for the tangent of beating Dick on. Side I don't of know box. why I came up with that. I think sometimes just want to. I don't know. I don't. That's really weird. I would talk about that. <laughs> I think because you worked at a strip club. Like I, if you're working in accounting, there's less of an urge to beat your dick. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> dick beater. All right. Well, that's just gross, Phil. I hope we can uh, move away from that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, uh, it's <laughs> nothing wrong with dick beating jokes. I told my girlfriend, I'm like, don't listen to this podcast. Please don't listen because I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what they're going to say. You're going to come home and not be talking to me. You're going to be like, I'm like, is something wrong? I heard the podcast. I heard that one of your Shit. friends knows a guy who uses Christian mingle. So clearly that means that you're cheating and you hate me. That's, but that's the conclusion. No, so I think it's going to be like next time like they're being intimate, like she's just going to be like, oh, this dick. Is that the same one that was against the side of the strip club bar? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Do you need to beat this on something to get off? That's what she would say. <laughs> I need to beat it on you. <laughs> Which, by the way, is called mushroom stamping a girl. Fun fact. What is uh, mushroom stamping? It's when you slap your dick against somebody. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is, we're here to educate as much as we are to decide uh, outrage. I'm going to go fake outrage on the India story because I think that uh, assuming India is a semi-free or semi-capitalist country the way America is, if you paid for a billboard, you can put whatever the fuck you want on it. I'm okay. going to say not fake, man. People are conservative, dude, and they don't like stuff like that on billboards, especially in festivals. They get offended. I mean, just look at this country. They're, we're against women's health, apparently. You know, people, they don't want par- Planned Parenthood to be a thing. I mean, come on. Yeah, but this you know what? One thing conservatives love? The free market. Yeah, okay. but the Indian guy's probably like, well, I'm not getting paid from this. So Maybe we should know. ask the Indian guy about this outrage. What do you think? So we disagree, Ryan. I'm I going did, yeah. fake. You're going what real. What do you think, Indian guy? What do you think? Oh, you, I'm going to go le- right, fake outrage. Sorry. Come on. Oh, come on. Really? You well, think I, this is it's bullshit? A con- it's just a regular condom commercial. And How like, no, like, yeah. Have you what seen the commercial? Did you guys watch the commercial? Oh, Yeah, but I think they took down a billboard. I think this, this is referring to the billboard ad. or Because that condom commercial on the, the webpage... They weren't talking about Navratri during that commercial. They were the the outrage was that oh. they were connecting it to Navratri. It, I was, think it was during just a the Navratri. Being that we no, disagree, no, no, like the tagline was doing Navratri. So I think they're only referring to the billboard, not the not that specific commercial that you were talking about. Oh, okay. but I think that's part of the campaign. It was part of the same campaign. It's so, like, being that we disagree, I want to ask you then: What do you think they think the worst case scenario of this billboard existing is? Like, do you think people are going to see this and be like? condoms oh we're here for a religious festival who wants to fuck yeah exactly i mean that's they don't want to they don't want to be part of their festival you know they just take it as disrespect you know i think in a way so like you know we can't you know have condoms up i don't know it just yeah seems no because these religious types have to always fucking have their panties up in a bunch well, yeah. they're, sorry they're dirt yeah up but in they a bunch. fuck the most i mean look at fucking <laughs> look at the 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 mormons they have like you know tons of kids they're always fucking and all they do is just knock on your door. That's it. So I mean, they're pretty harmless, I think, in a way. It's the it's the it's the Christian conservatives. They're the worst ones. You know? If you're riding bikes around the country and you're knocking on doors, you're in good shape. So when you get home and your lady gets home, you both look good. You want to fuck. You want you want to fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fuck. But I mean, you know, I mean, you should be wearing a condom. Uh, but uh, and a durka. And a durka. Or pull up their the durka, durka and just do it raw and say, fuck it, you know. <laughs> Hopefully pull there's no skid marks on your durka. Pull and pray. There you uh, go. <laughs> fake outrage in that one. Before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity 
Ryan Arnold, oh. anything you're pissed off about in the universe that you want to let some steam off on? I, you know, I I, I I was thinking about this. You guys mentioned it to me, I think, yesterday or whatever, and I don't have much. I think I'm just becoming a grouchy old man because, obviously, I'm a grandpa. Let it out. Uh, Let uh, it out. But I'm just, I think, I think my biggest complaint about everything, I try to write jokes about it, is everybody's so goddamn soft. I've never seen so many fucking pussies in my life, men. I live in New York. This is not, maybe if I was in, like, Ohio, I'm saying this. People are like, well, it's Ohio. I live in New York City. I fucking moved here in 2004 because I thought if you make it here, you can make it anywhere. I fucking moved to New York City, and these fucking men in this city, oh, like, we're in Williamsburg right now. This place is so douchey and so soft. These fucking guys here are such pussies. We are raising the biggest <laughs> generation of pussies I've ever seen in my fucking life, and I'm not done yet. It's not. And here's this is my complaint: is the the comedians in New York. There's so many great comedians in New York, the best in the world, I think. But like even the younger generation of comedians, I go fuck with them. I fuck with you because I want because I'm interested in like you know being your friend maybe, and I think that's a great way to like you know to if I like you, I'm gonna fuck with you. But if I don't talk to you, then you're a fucking dick, and I don't care about you. But I fuck with them. And and they get so sensitive. I'm like, you know, like one's Asian. I'm like, oh, how are you? He's like, I don't know why you would talk to me. I'm like, you fucking pussy. What is wrong with these fucking pussies? I had two black guys at a fucking club. One bumped me, and I was like, hey, man, can you stop bumping me? You just, like, spilled my drink. He's like, oh, sorry. He did it again, and I threatened him because I had to because my girlfriend's sitting there. He's like, peace, man, peace. I'm like, wow, you're such a pussy, and you're fucking wow. big and black. See, even the black guys are... Hippies now. You could have just went straight up, fucking bang, what, what, motherfucker? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I would have gone white, like you know. But they, I, I don't know. I just, this is, I just feel that this generation is just people. Like you say, they have a problem with everything. They're just pussies, and their girlfriends usually are the one that has the balls in the relationship. You ever like piss off, like get like in an altercation, and the girl is always the first one nowadays to be like, excuse me, well, fuck you. And the guy's like, let's just go home. You're like, God, you're a pussy. Well, that's because that girl's not going to get hit. Exactly. Well, I don't understand. Wait, I don't. First of all, okay, I'm I sorry. Push I just back here. I don't understand. I, I was like, was all with your rant. Yeah. But then okay. the example that you provided was some black guy not being a dickhead and punching you, but he just pushed out to, on me. I was just like, I had to because my girl was there. I had to like, you know, be like, yo, motherfucker, don't stop. So he, he totally didn't back down. So he was. He was. Yeah. He felt like he was in the wrong, and he didn't. And he avoided any confrontation. It was, it was Brooklyn? He avoided Arnold, a needless guys, fight. He I, is. He is upset at politeness. Yeah. Don't be yeah, so polite to me. These fucking polite grow people. Some balls. Grow some <laughs> who make good decisions. Testicles. Like Jesus Christ, men are such fucking vaginas nowadays. Oh, now I see. We're gonna, you're gonna get in trouble from the uh, you know the feminists. See, but. you're a sexist now. Yeah, exactly. You, you hate all women. That's what that means. You hate all women. You clearly you're a woman beater. You're just as bad as Chris see, Brown. You, you're just as bad as see, all the rapists I, I, ever. I, I have more. Because respect, you said that one word. I have yeah, more there respect for women than anybody. I worked in a strip club for ten years. You know how much <laughs> shit I dealt with and understanding. I used to go to court for uh, girls because they get busted by the cops in the club showing I, a nipple. So I'm in court on this stand. I'd have to go to the stand, and they're like. Uh, they would ask me questions. I don't know if about that's the best showing. example in the world of qualifying yourself. I know, but I just went that way. Saying that you know, worked just... at a strip club for ten well, years. I don't know. Wait, if that's the best way. They... Wait, I want to know about these trades. Why? Yeah. What? The, the, is it not true, Mr. Arnold? That Dude, I, a nipple made its appearance. Part of the job from when you're the DJ is like if the cinnamon. girls get arrested and they have to go to court, you have to go to court. They summoned you to go to court, and like there was one time where a girl got busted showing a nipple to an undercover cop. So I'm in court, and I got... Wait, at a strip club? That's against the rules somehow? Yeah, you can't show, like, you know, nipples. And when you're giving a dance, not on stage, when you're alone in the corner with them, you can't show them body parts or, you know... Be... What a great shift that cop had. It's like, all right, 
All right. Cops are fucking scumbags. They'll be sitting there just getting off on girls. They'll bust them after like five dances. They're like, I'm going to arrest her, but first, I got to come. Like, yeah. it's like, all right, Nelson, yeah. you're salmon today. Go to um, Sugar Lou's, whatever the name of the club is. Go there. Okay. There's going to be a girl there named Candy. You're going to get like three lap dances from her. Okay. She shows nipple. You arrest Maybe her. Like, imagine unless they come. Like, if they come, it's well, a higher they charge. They arrest them when they, when they take their money. They don't arrest them for doing it, but as soon as they're like, okay, that's $150, the guy gives it to them, now you're arrested. And the guy wouldn't even arrest them that did it. They would leave, go tell the cops outside, and which girls did it. They'd come in, rub, it would be like a raid, and do a raid and <sighs> take the girls. I literally went to court for a girl showing undercover cop a nipple, and they put me on the stand. They're like, do you have anything to say? I, I know you were there working. I was like, yeah, I was working. They go, so I forgot exactly what happened. I was like, we're all here today. Ladies and gentlemen, literally, I was high too. I smoked a blunt. I was super stoned. This is when I could like function high. And I was like, we're here today because she showed a nipple. I go, they've wasted all of our money, this taxpayer's money, because of a nipple. And they seriously, they dismissed it. They're like, yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Wait, there was no objection from the prosecutor? Like, objection. It wasn't really like that. He's high, clearly. It was more like a hearing, but I mean, it wasn't a courtroom, so it was a bit different. It wasn't like, you know, Ryan, you say... You didn't yeah. see a nipple. Is it know? not true that <laughs> yeah. this woman has nipples? It was pink. Wrong. It was brown. She's dismissed. You, know? <laughs> you can't handle this nipple. Yeah, you can't handle this nipple. Oh, I can handle it. Wait, so it was a hearing? It wasn't a trial? It wasn't a trial. I just, it was a one-time thing. You know, she got busted. She went to court. You know, they presented the evidence. And then they... Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what's the evidence in this case? Did her she have to show her nipple yeah. to the courtroom? Yeah, nipple, no nipple. Like I, but it was just... If the nip makes a slip, you must <laughs> convict. Quit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, that has to be very degrading or humiliating to a woman for just like, like a guy in a... Like if you're at work... Okay, one thing, sure, if you're a stripper. But if you're like in like a stuffy courtroom with a bunch of old fucking dudes, all right, we need to see your uh, nipple there. Yeah, well, it's verify. I wink, mean, wink. That's how it was. I mean, it, it's. A was there a nipple lineup that the uh, officer had? <laughs> yeah. Which nipple was it? If you Detective really saw the nipple, identify the nipple lineup. She was hot too, and but you know, it, it, it was a thing. You know, they go and bust girls, and it was just. Was there a jury? No, it was more of like a hearing. I mean, okay. she went up, they presented, you know. Evidence, I guess. <laughs> and, but it was funny. It was like I had to be there. That was the weird part. Like I don't understand why. Well, you're I a, had to you're be a there. witness to literally everything in that club because I'm assuming your I booth was raised up, right? Yeah. So you could see the I whole club. Yeah. So you're you're like the guy on the crow's nest when shit goes down. Yeah. So yeah, anything yeah. that's why. Well, I would tell when the cops would bum rush the place. Sometimes the cops would just rush in there and try to see the girls, like you know, all over the guys and bust them for touching them. And I would just be like, They're coming! They're coming! They're, get up! Get up! Get up! The girls like, Oh, they're coming! I'm like, They're coming! Get up! And they would get up. And then, you know, I'm like, nah, you owe me more money because I just saved your ass from jail. Yeah, so. you owe me a little handy after this next Aerosmith song. <laughs> Dude, it, you know what's funny is, like, I had a lot of girlfriends throughout those years, and I saw so much, so many naked girls all the time. I would go home, and I think I got more turned on by my girl, like, wearing underwear, like, than, you know, being gross and, like, just wear underwear. How about some pants? How about tell me you don't want to have sex with me? Like, you know. Like, wear I a just, Durka, for God's sake. I don't just, yeah. tonight, tonight we're going to sit down and read. Yeah, <laughs> sit down and read, read to me. <laughs> like, you know, let's talk about your feelings, you know. Right. Just, it was different, you know. Talking about feelings, that's, that's a pretty good place to uh, end there. Ryan Arnold is upset about uh, the young generation. <laughs> he wants you to stay off his lawn. That's, I couldn't uh, think that's, of anything. I was just looking out your window at Brooklyn. I'm like, I just, I think. There's, oh, there are a lot of androgynous pussy fucking men in this city. It's, ugh. it's pretty ridiculous. Makes me sick. All right, Sandeep Sen. Any parting thoughts on the day? Um, keep wearing those Durkas, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys.